Campfire Classics is a classic literature podcast. However, your hosts will occasionally use not-so-classy language and immature humor to describe very mature situations. As such, listener discretion is advised. Hi, I'm Ken Sandberg. Welcome to Campfire Classics, where we try to read those books that look really good on your shelf. If you are a regular listener, you will realize that, oh dear, Ken's by himself again. That's just because Heather is unavailable for recording, and so I've decided that once again this week, we're just going to do a nice quick little story. I don't want to leave you completely wanting for your um, your literary fix, so we're going to keep it nice and simple. And this week, I'll be reading for you Chapter 3 of Winnie the Pooh, in which Pooh and Piglet go hunting and nearly catch a woozle. Now, last time I did this, I tried to call it Tales from the Tub, but that did not seem to go over terribly well. So, as is our usual tradition, we'll be starting a fire and reading a story. This will be a quick one. We'll be back to our regularly scheduled craziness next week. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this sweet little story about a silly old bear. Let's start this fire. Winnie the Pooh by A.A. Milne Chapter 3, in which Pooh and Piglet go hunting and nearly catch a woozle. The piglet lived in a very grand house in the middle of a beech tree, and the beech tree was in the middle of the forest, and the piglet lived in the middle of the house. Next to his house was a piece of broken board which had Trespassers W on it. When Christopher Robin asked the piglet what it meant, He said it was his grandfather's name, and had been in the family for a long time. Christopher Robin said you couldn't be called Trespassers W, and Piglet said yes, you could, because his grandfather was. And it was short for Trespassers Will, which was short for Trespassers William. And his grandfather had had two names in case he lost one, Trespassers, after his uncle, and William, after Trespassers. I've got two names, said Christopher Robin carelessly. Well, there you are. That proves it, said Piglet. One fine winter's day, when Piglet was brushing away the snow in front of his house, he happened to look up, and there was Winnie the Pooh. Pooh was walking round and round in a circle, thinking of something else, and when Piglet called to him, he just went on walking. Hello, said Piglet. What are you doing? Hunting, said Pooh. Hunting what? Tracking something, said Winnie the Pooh, very mysteriously. Tracking what? said Piglet, coming closer. That's just what I ask myself. I ask myself, what? What do you think you'll answer? I shall have to wait until I catch up with it, said Winnie the Pooh. Now, look there, he pointed to the ground in front of him. What do you see there? Tracks, said Piglet. Paw marks. He gave a little squeak of excitement. Oh, Pooh, do you think it's a, a, a woozle? 
It may be, said Pooh. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. You never can tell with paw marks. With these few words, he went on tracking, and Piglet, after watching him a minute or two, ran after him. Winnie the Pooh had come to a sudden stop and was bending over the tracks in a puzzled sort of way. What's the matter? asked Piglet. It's a very funny thing, said Bear. But there seem to be two animals now. This whatever it was has been joined by another whatever it is, and the two of them are now proceeding in company. Would you mind coming with me, Piglet, in case they turn out to be hostile animals? Piglet scratched his ear in a nice sort of way, then said that he had nothing to do until Friday and would be delighted to come in case it really was a woozle. You mean, in case it really is two woozles, said Winnie the Pooh, and Piglet said that anyhow he had nothing to do until Friday, so off they went, together. There was a small spiny of larch trees, and it seemed as if the two woozles, if that is what they were, had been going around this spiny. So round the spiny went Pooh and Piglet after them. Piglet passed the time by telling Pooh what his grandfather, Trespassers W, had done to remove stiffness after tracking, and how his grandfather, Trespassers W, had suffered in his late years from shortness of breath and other matters of interest, and Pooh, wondering what a grandfather was like, and if perhaps this was two grandfathers they were after now, and if so, whether he would be allowed to take one home and keep it, and what Christopher Robin would say. And still... The tracks went on in front of them. Suddenly, Winnie the Pooh stopped and pointed excitedly in front of him. Look! What? said Piglet with a jump, and then, to show that he hadn't been frightened, he jumped up and down once or twice more in an exercising sort of way. The tracks. A third animal has joined the other two. Pooh! cried Piglet. Do you think it's another woozle? No, said Pooh, because it makes different marks. It's either two woozles and one as it might be whizzle, or two as it might be whizzles and one, if it, so it is, woozle. Let us continue to follow them. So they went on feeling just a little anxious now in case the three animals in front of them were of hostile intent. And Piglet wished very much that his grandfather T.W. were there instead of elsewhere, and Pooh thought how nice it would be if they met Christopher Robin suddenly, but quite accidentally, and only because he liked Christopher Robin so much. And then, all of a sudden, Winnie the Pooh stopped again and licked the tip of his nose in the cooling manner for he was feeling more hot and anxious than ever in his life before. There were four animals in front of them. Do you see, Piglet? Look at their tracks. Three, as it were, woozles, and one, as it was, whistle. Another woozle has joined them. And so it seemed to be. There were the tracks, crossing over each other, getting muddled up with each other, 
but quite plainly every now and then, the tracks of four sets of paws. I think, said Piglet, when he had licked the tip of his nose too and found that it brought very little comfort, I think that I have just remembered something. I have just remembered something that I forgot to do yesterday and shan't be able to do tomorrow, so I suppose I really ought to go back and do it now. Well, do it this afternoon, and I'll come with you, said Pooh. It isn't the sort of thing you can do in the afternoon, said Piglet quickly. It's a very particular morning thing that has to be done in the morning, and if possible, between the hours of, what would you say the time was? About twelve, said Winnie the Pooh, looking at the sun. Uh, between, as I was saying, the hours of twelve and twelve-five. So, really, dear old Pooh, if you'll excuse me, what's that? Pooh looked up in the sky, and then, as he heard the whistle again, he looked into the branches of a big oak tree, and then he saw a friend of his. It's Christopher Robin, he said. Ah, oh, then you'll be all right, said Piglet. Y you'll be quite safe with him. Goodbye. And he trotted off home as quickly as he could, very glad to be out of all danger again. Christopher Robin came slowly down his tree. Silly old bear, he said. What were you doing? First you went around the spiny twice by yourself, and then Piglet ran after you, and you went round again together, and then you were just going round a fourth time. Wait a minute, said Winnie the Pooh, holding up his paw. He sat down and thought in the most thoughtful way he could think. Then he fitted his paw into one of the tracks, and then he scratched his nose twice and stood up. Yes, said Winnie the Pooh. I see now, said Winnie the Pooh. I have been foolish and deluded, said he. I am a bear of no brain at all. You're the best bear in all the world, said Christopher Robin soothingly. Am I? said Pooh, hopefully, and then he brightened up suddenly. Anyhow, he said, it's nearly luncheon time. So he went home for it. The End Thank you for joining me for this quick little campfire classic. I do love a good Winnie the Pooh story. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, or anything else you want to share, go ahead and email me at 5050artsproduction at gmail.com or track down Campfire Classics on any of our social media platforms. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We always enjoy hearing from fans and listeners. And as I said, we're keeping it really short this week. So that's it. Until next week, this has been Campfire Classics, where we try to read those books that look really good on your shelf. <laughs> <laughs>